Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seriously, who's blowing up my phone? Oh, yeah. Powerball. Big news. Powerball now draws three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Episode 9. Get it, Jody? New text post on Wednesday, July 15th. Now that we've had two full episodes to get to know them, what is the fandom take on Arthur and Grace? After extensive discussion, a cunning plan and I are split between cautious optimism, yay, and cautious suspicion, boo. Do you think the fairies brought in their own investigator because one, they honestly want peace restored to Selkirk, two, they're covering up their own complicity in the attacks, or three, they're just trying to make Jody throw more hand axes at Garrett's monster movie posters out of frustration. Let's discuss. Just so you all know who's who here, I'll be taking signups for team, don't trust the new characters all week and every week. I mean, Arthur went hiking in a lavender three-piece suit and didn't even get dirt on his cuffs. That's gotta be dark magic. Just the suit itself is dark magic. New private message to user Hella Enchanted. Help. Whitney asked her coworkers for venue suggestions for the meetup, and now I have an email from her that's literally got 30 names on it. This is terrifying. I don't even know what some of these notes mean. Like, what makes natural wine different from just wine? In the interest of narrowing these down, are you more of a pub person or a wine bar person? Or like weird theme bars with video games and air hockey kind of person? I'm vetoing all sports bars. 
We gotta show the jocks who's who. By the way, I've recruited three more people for Team Don't Trust Any New Characters, and it's still not too late to join us. You'd make a great co-captain. And leave Bird Network alone on Team Optimism? Kate, that's cruel. Do you think Whitney would mind if you forwarded me her list? Because if you need another set of eyes, I'm at everandbeyond93 at gmail.com. Oh my god, this website has sucked me in so hard I forgot that email exists. Check your inbox. I'm going to send you a million links in two seconds. My parents do love Whitney. I guess they think she's a good influence, whatever that means. She's a good influence on them, anyway, because they let me call round-trip airfare to Toronto an early birthday present. Departing August 17th, returning August 24th. Whitney screamed so hard when I called to tell her that she freaked out the night janitor at her office. And maybe it's weird, but buying a plane ticket made some other stuff easier, too. I mean, the show coming back from hiatus helped big time, don't get me wrong. But when you're co-planning the first unofficial Selkirk fan meetup ever, you can't really worry if someone's, you know. Or if you're the one who's coming across like you're... Um, you know, thing. Not that you would. No one's thinking about you knowing anyone here. You know. Anyway, there are a lot of bars around the Toronto Convention Center and a lot of contradictory Yelp reviews. Planning an event like this is a lot of responsibility. No one wants to get food poisoning in front of a bunch of internet strangers. Or your internet, uh, you know. Email sent Tuesday, July 21st to Ever and Beyond. 93 at gmail.com Morning, Ella. So, the Vancouver Aquarium has baby manatees and a new live webcam feed. I know you said you were going to have a super gross day at work today. So, when you need a swim cow break, click on this link. P.S. We made a baby album, too. I'm never leaving my computer again. Their faces, Ella! So, whose plan to investigate the new characters is going to fail first? Oh, Tony's. Obviously Tony's. I love him, but... Oh. Ah, oops. Never mind. Sorry, Jody. We were all rooting for you. Okay. I know being followed is creepy, but... A knife to the throat? That 
seems like an overreaction. A don't trust the new characters kind of overreaction. Is this an appropriate time to mention that I kind of want Grace's jean jacket? Oh, no, that's a really good jacket. If Grace and Jody are joining forces, how long do you give before Arthur and Tony team up too? Probably by the next commercial. Oh my god, Tony! You cannot walk straight into the person you're following. That's rule number one. I think this show is actively screwing with me now. Do you think the writers are reading my DMs? I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see how Garrett fails at his trip into the woods. Is it just me, or does this scene have really weird energy? Yeah, for two people looking at dumpsters, it's very... intense. I, I wonder who even wrote this episode. I don't think we've ever seen Jody be this... What's the word? Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Quippy? That's... That's a good one, but I was thinking more is relaxed a strange observation. Oh, oh, I got it. It's the smiling thing, right? Yes, that's it. I don't think we've ever seen Jody smile. Maybe she's into like blood stains. Hmm. Okay, I take back everything I said about this being a filler episode. Are they really not going to cut back to Garrett and the body at all? I, I don't think so. We've only got a couple of minutes left. This is too much danger. I'm filing a complaint. Oh no, that looked like a bad hit. Ah, uh, Jody, no. Come on, come on. Get up, Jody. Oh, God. Okay, I take back what I said about Grace. Grace is good. Grace can 100% stay. I have never been more relieved to see an ice pick. Seriously. Wait. What's happening here? They sure are staring at each other a long time. Oh my god. Kate. Are they about to do what I think they're about to do? In the ten weeks Selkirk had existed, I'd spent way more time than I should ever admit to looking for subtext. Analyzing significant eye contact and hands on shoulders and who laughed at whose jokes the longest after a tense moment. 
I had written a whole essay on what it meant when Garrett helped Tony up after he got hit in the face with a pixie in that one episode. I'd rewatched scenes for clothing details. I'd taught myself about shot composition. So, I probably should have seen it coming when Grace wiped the blood from her hands onto her cool jean jacket and bent down to help Jody to her feet, and the camera zoomed in, and the soundtrack got all intense, and in a medium close-up! Oh my god, they kissed! neighbors an apology in the morning. Do you have thoughts yet? I think I'm too excited to have any, but I want to hear yours. Oh man, uh, actually, uh, are, are you going to bed soon? After that? I might need like an hour or two or like forever to calm down after that first. Uh, in that case, do you want to Scream at each other about this on video chat. Me and AU is a Procyon Podcast Network production. You can find transcripts for every episode of the show, as well as information about our other podcasts at ProcyonPodcasts.com. The voice of Ella is Elisa Park. The voice of Kate is Philomena. Hey everybody, it's Andrea. Happy November. I've got another patron to thank. This week, I want to thank Charlie McNeil. Not only is Charlie a longtime patron, Charlie also kind of goaded me into doing a Halloween costume of Tony over on Twitter. So now we canonically know that Tony wears sad man pants, which are khakis that unzip into shorts. That's right, fan artists. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash me and AU. You'll get cool stuff like our recurring behind-the-scenes episodes where the cast and I talk about their fandoms, and our ongoing miniseries where we delve into Hella Enchanted's Tony Garrett fanfic. This month is also Podtails Month. If you're not familiar, Podtails is a festival of independent audio drama. Uh, there will be panels live streaming on YouTube, and there's also a Discord space where people can chat to audio drama creators and fans, find new shows they might be interested in, and uh, check out sort of featured shows throughout the month. As part of that, me and AU will be a featured show on Monday, November 9th, and we're going to be hosting a little Q&A in the Discord. We'll probably get started around noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, or whenever I get to take a lunch break, if we're being really honest. So if you've got a burning question like, are Tony's pants really that sad canonically? Yes. Or, how tall is Jody? Or, Andrea, when are Kate and Ella finally going to kiss? Come on over and ask. I think it'll be a fun time. If you're looking for a link to the Discord, you can find one ahead of time at Podtails Fest on Twitter. They're refreshing the link every time it expires. I'll also make sure it's posted up in our Twitter and Tumblr at me and AU Pod in the 24 hours or so leading up. This episode was written and produced by Andrea Clausen, with sound design by Aaron Bauman. Our theme song is by Samantha Jean Rivers, logo by Alex Sean. 
find us on Twitter and Tumblr at me and AU pod. We'll see you in two weeks. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.